Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. I'm Sam Delaney. Welcome along to part 17 of the Keegan Odyssey. <laughs> We're almost at the third of the way stage here. Um <laughs> I don't know what percentage we are in the Kindle book. Uh, yeah, we're starting at 29% on the Kindle version of My Life in Football by Kevin Keegan. So, yeah, we're 29%. almost at 29%. Well, yeah. Let's ring this out for as long as possible. I think we should do two years of this, yeah, or yeah. forever. Um, but having said that, these Kindle things, the last 10% is normally an index and maybe some pictures and stuff. So maybe we're only just halfway through. I don't know. Thank but yous and acknowledgements. I tell you what, all, I can see that. us getting two to three episodes out <laughs> of Keegan's thank yous and acknowledgements. <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. I'd like to thank Kevin Keegan, and that's it. To a small no, extent, my gene. No, there'll be much more than that. I'd like to, frank, I'd like to thank Fred Leatherland. <laughs> and it'll be full of like. Um, you know, like hidden meanings and all that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Passive aggressive lamb Thank you for all people. your encouragement, in quote marks. Yeah. That means sarcastic. <laughs> you cunt. <laughs> Where were we? Uh, we're at the World Cup in 1982, and England yeah. had qualified for the second group stage with that mini group of three with West Germany and Spain, and um, a, a place in the semi finals up for grabs. But Keegan had missed the first three matches in the initial group uh, with his back injury. He says, uh, I was still racked with pain and already missed three matches. The choice was clear. I could either accept defeat, put it down as a cruel twist of fate and get a flight home, which doesn't really sound like the sort of thing Kevin Keegan would do. <laughs> I'm going home. <laughs> or <laughs> I could fly to Germany. <laughs> In disguise. <laughs> to see the specialist Jürgen Reivinkel who had looked after me when my back started playing up in Hamburg so Kevin as we know we know Kevin we know what he's like he's got two choices admitting defeat going home with his tail between his legs or putting on a disguise and flying to Germany for a big adventure with a doctor of course it's the latter so when he was in Hamburg, Dr. Ray Winkle had worked out that three or four vertebrae were slightly out of place and had clicked them back. Fucking hell, that sounds very scientific, doesn't it? I have clicked your vertebrae back into place, Herr Keegan. There will be no further problems. This is my guarantee to you. <laughs> I, 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 I am now about to karate chop you on the back. Do not worry. This is a recognised medical technique and soon your back will be fully functioning again. Brace yourself, Herr Keegan. <laughs> oh, <Hey -ya>! <laughs> Chop. Well, if you say so, Dr. Ravenkel. Ah! Ah! 
Blaming Nora that uh <laughs> Oh, but I think it's worked. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> fifteen years younger. <laughs> he says it had worked before and I was convinced it would work again because I am ultimately a cockeyed optimist. My words there, not his. Um He'd already suggested it to Ron Greenwood earlier in the tournament. This would be the best thing, but Ron, Ron Greenwood didn't like the idea of one of his players flying to Germany for treatment. Yeah. Obviously, because it's the enemy and all that, harking back. No, already... no, 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 no. <laughs> Kevin, listen to me. You are not going into enemy territory. We're playing the fucking Germans. I'm not going yeah. to have a fucking German fix you up. Imagine poor Ron Greenwood. May he rest in peace. Had he been alive when England played Sweden in the World Cup, mm. whilst we were being managed by a Swede? By a Swede, exactly. Well, I mean, it, fuck me. If he won't have a fucking one of his players be examined by a German doctor, fast forward a mere 20 years. Yeah. Yeah, 20 years it was, till 2002 World Cup. We're playing Sweden. It's a fucking Swedish bloke in Ron's shoes. Exactly. He would have I been mean, turning in his in his Cockney grave. <laughs> what does a Cockney grave look like? Cockney grave is um, it's made uh, it's mother of pearl all over, and <laughs> and it has huge plumes. You know, like the horses wear on Cockney funerals. Yeah, it has huge plumes protruding from it and out through the earth, so you can see them yeah, above ground from the coffin. Yeah. And is the is the the victim, as we describe the dead as the victim, don't we? Is the victim dressed in full pearly king costume? Yes, and also the coffin is musical because you know how the Cockneys love music. So it, if you touch the coffin, yeah. then it starts playing a classic like "When My Old Wedding Ring Was New." <laughs> What was that one we used to sing at school? It sounds like a bit of a Cockney song. When Father papered the parlour, you couldn't see oh, Papa yeah. paint. <laughs> all of them classics. And also, it goes, let's all go down the strand, have a banana. Let's all go down the strand. <laughs> but this is... I hope they bury me in one of those. I'm not sure they will because I'm not quite Cockney enough because no. I'm not from the East End, but... I would like to think that they may make a concession for my services to Cockneys. Mm. Think, An honorary yeah. Cockney, if you will. You, I mean, you've got at least another 40 years of, of that kind of service ahead of you, I think. So by then, you'll be yeah. well established as a, a, an honorary Cockney, if you're not yeah. already. I'm glad I asked that mm. question about a Cockney funeral. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Cockney grave. Um, It'll so be spinning around. No, <laughs> a fucking Swede. <laughs> I wouldn't even let Double K have a German touch him, <laughs> let alone manage him. If he was any kind of honourable man, he would have resigned when the draw was made. But no, he's gone <laughs> ahead with it. <laughs> Which just shows you what kind of a fucking cunt he is. <laughs> but this is 1982. I mean, you know, Ron Greenwood doesn't want Kevin to go and see a German doctor. We've got Spain as well in that group, and we're in Spain. So I wonder if Ron refused all the Spanish food and all the Spanish hospitality and all that. We've got Spain coming up and we're being fed by the Spaniards. We can't have that. <laughs> I'm bringing my own chef out. We're going to be having beef wellington and toad in the hole round the clock. Made by a, I'm going to get my Shirley to knock up an eel pie and have it sent over by Cartos. 
<laughs> Shirley, it's me. Yes, I know there's a bad signal. I'm, I'm calling from the hotel. It's costing me a fucking packet and all. So let's keep this... Bri- no, I don't want to hear about your mum. Shut up. <laughs> I've got to keep this brief. This is costing me a thousand peseta a minute. <laughs> right. Are you listening? Sweetheart, no, have you I got do a not pen? care. Yes, all right, fine. Yes, I will have a look at the guard at the guttering when I get back. If you had not noticed, I am managing England at a fucking World Cup tournament. Now, listen, write this down. I need two dozen eel pies delivered to the following address in Bill Bow by Tuesday. <laughs> Speak to my brother Gal about organising a horse to deliver it. Eel, <laughs> just speak to Gal. No, don't you worry about the horse. You focus on the fucking eel pies. <laughs> Wrap them up in a bit of brown paper and string. Gal will be round with the horsey to pick them up. We'll re-eat them when they get over here. No problem. Mind you, the fucking temperature out here, sweetheart, you can just leave them out on the pavement for five minutes, they'll be piping up. <laughs> right, oh I've got to go, I've got to go. Paul Mariner's got, I don't know, he's got the shits or something. He's crying again. <laughs> fucking Keegan set him off. <laughs> fucking miserable Keegan set him off again. Uh, mopey draws. Oh, God. This is it. So, yeah, Ron didn't like the idea of one of his players flying to Germany. And the team doctor, the mysteriously named Vernon Edwards, seemed offended by the suggestion I wanted a second opinion. <laughs> I'm an English doctor. <laughs> you are suggesting that we speak to a German doctor. How can German medical science be any better than English science? This is an offen- yeah. offense. Are you, are you an, a spy? Has your time in Germany? Were you turned while you were there? Is that what this is all about? I'm a doctor born outside of the United Kingdom of Her <laughs> Majesty the Queen is no doctor at all. I do not recognise his medical qualifications. <laughs> you might as well be treated by some kind of African tribes person <laughs> with a bone through his nose as much as be treated by... L- lighting feathers and chanting around you. It's no better than that. A German doctor. I've never heard anything so preposterous in my life. Kev says, I should have stood my ground, but I left it for three games before going back to Ron to say I tried it his way and it hadn't worked. Now I asked, could we try it my way? Ron still had doubts, especially as we were about to play West Germany. And he seemed to think it was a national embarrassment that an English footballer might need treatment from a German doctor. It's a national embarrassment. <laughs> it's like when Edward Heath had to go cap in hand to the in- International Monetary Fund. <laughs> to the World's Bank. This is like when we... Had to it's like the, the Suez crisis all over again. It's like 1943 <laughs> when we had to call the Yanks in. Because we weren't winning it. <laughs> Fucking hell, we don't talk about that no more, do we? No. <laughs> and now you... We've just as we have managed to put that memory behind us, you're making it happen all over again. I'm sorry, Mr. Greenwood, but my back really is giving me awful chip. <laughs> and I just want to play in the World Cup. <clears throat> all right, you can go, but only in disguise. <laughs> well, I was going to go in disguise anyway, Ron. <laughs> what? Good. Well, that's fine, Good then. thinking, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> 
He says, Ron was worried about getting into the press and he said the only way I could go was if I agreed to accomplish the entire operation in secret. (laughs) That was absurd. (laughs) That was absurd. But it also tickled me as well. I asked how he imagined someone with a face and hairstyle as well known as mine, which is available on many soaps, uh, could be expected to get to Germany and back in the middle of World Cup with anyone noticing, but I had to give it a go. I left in the dead of night and the hotel receptionist kindly lent me her car. <laughs> what? <laughs> we called it Operation Vertebrae. <laughs> My first stop was hotel reception. Hello. <laughs> or should I say, hola. <laughs> Don't be alarmed. It's me, Double K. <laughs> I said as I it's as like I peered fucking... over the top of my elaborate sunglasses like the, and like peeled back man. my false moustache. He's like the old man in the hello, hello. It is I, Leclerc. Yeah. <laughs> now, how do I say this in Spanish? Can I borrow your car, your automobilo? I need go Germany. Drive. <laughs> Dicky back, I said, pointing at my spine. <laughs> ow, ow, ow. Ow, must go Deutschlander. <laughs> now, give me the keys, for fuck's sake, woman. Can you not understand plain English? <laughs> See, I bet she didn't know what he was saying. He thinks that she blent him his car, but who would do that? She just, she's gone, she thought he's asking for an extra pillow on his bed. Yeah. See? She said, see, I took that as my green light and snatched the keys out of her purse. Before she knew what was happening, I was across the border. <laughs> so she kindly lent me her car, a tiny Seat 500, for the long and comfortable drive from Bilbao to Madrid Airport. A drive which, let's face it, could have only made the back injury significantly worse. Yeah, <laughs> really. exactly. But, you know. Oh, bloody hell. <laughs> But it was an adventure, wasn't it? Lucky for me, I had Head Over Heels in Love on cassette tape. And I played it <laughs> over and over again all the way to keep my spirits up. Uh, from Madrid, I caught a 7am flight to Hamburg wearing sunglasses and a hat to conceal my curls. Fucking <laughs> 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 <Okay>, hell. <laughs> and by lunchtime, <laughs> I was in Dr. Ray Winkle's office. Trying to explain why the FA had not let me fly in as soon as the problem flared up. You see, Dr. Revenkel, there's been a problem. I've had a bit of a, a bit of a to and a fro with Ron Greenwood. Kevin, we do not have time for the backstory. We just want to make you well and get you away again. No, but it's, under, it's important that you understand what's happened. You see, we've got this doctor called Vernon, and he doesn't really agree with German doctors like you. So I've, I've been arguing with him for two weeks. Kevin, lie down. I've got to do some karate chop again. <laughs> you crack on. <laughs> you crack on, but I'm just saying, I would have been here sooner given half the chance. I'll, I'll tell Mr. you the story. Mr Greenwood's a very patriotic man, you see. <laughs> I'll tell you the story while you're doing the karate chop. <laughs> Dr Ray Winkle was horrified about what I had been through, the politics that had delayed me. Kevin, I am horrified. I cannot believe this. That a man with a this minor politics. back injury... <laughs> This politics is pointless and time-wasting. I am horrified by your entire anecdote. I am sickened. I'm too shocked to be able to carry out the treatment. I will need five minutes. Uh, he was horrified at the, the fact that Effie had let someone with a bad back spend nearly five hours in a cramped car. Well, he fucking chose to do that, didn't he, really? 
and just as I thought, he quickly came up with a way of massaging everything back into place. The incredible thing was I kept my side of the bargain and nobody outside a select few knew anything about uh, my secret expedition. As you've probably gathered by now, I was a master of disguise when I needed to be. I knew I could trust Trevor to keep me quiet. Jalapeño. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Jalapeño. I bet this was like the episode, because they were sharing a room together, weren't they, with Trevor Brookin? Yeah. I bet it was like the episode of Faulty Towers where Sybil leaves Basil, and then all of her friends come round for the wedding anniversary party, and he's got to pretend she's in bed, ill. <laughs> and in the end, he gets he gets Polly to wear a, a Sybil wig and a big yeah. pair of sunglasses and sit in the bed and pretend yeah. she can't speak. Do you think he got Paul Mariner to do that? Probably, Trevor yeah. Brookin? Yeah, Mariner would have done anything for Keegan, yeah. Paul, I've got a bit of a uh, favour to ask you. Kev said you wouldn't mind. This might sound a bit weird, but go with it. (laughs) I need you to put on this Kevin Keegan wig and sunglasses (laughs) and lie in bed next to me. (laughs) If anyone comes to visit, you just got to point to your back and make some moaning sounds as if you're having a really uncomfortable time. (laughs) They'll soon leave when they see what agony you're in. Knock, 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 knock. Kevin, you in there? It's Ron Greenwood. Oh, oh, you sound awful. Do you mind if I come in? Right, I'm coming in. (laughs) Oh, blimey, it's a bit dark in here. Shall I turn the light on? (laughs) Oh, maybe it's best I leave you to it. (laughs) <laughs> well, I think you've lost a bit of weight and I think you're looking slightly taller than usual <laughs> I'll tell you what I'll open the curtains and let a bit of light in <laughs> no Ronnie doesn't like the light <laughs> oh hello Trevor I didn't see you there <laughs> yeah I've got I've got used to his strange grunts and groans so I'll translate for him what is it, Kevin? Oh, you just want to be left alone? Oh, he says he wants to be left alone, Mr. Greenwood. Until about when's that? Oh, Tuesday morning, apparently. Then he'll be right as rain. 
uh, I knew I could trust Trevor to keep quiet. I stayed overnight with a friend in Hamburg rather than checking into a hotel. And after some more treatment in the morning, I flew back to Madrid before setting off in the Seat 500 on the 250-mile drive to Bilbao. The whole trip was done and dusted within 48 hours. Nobody was any the wiser. And I just wish I'd never been talked out of in the first place because, frankly, the England medical staff had misdiagnosed the problem. So he's obviously thinking that if... Uh, if the England staff, if Dr. Vernon had listened to him first time round, England would have won the World Cup in 1982. Yeah. I think that's the underlying yeah. message we're getting here. Um, after all that, the game against West Germany came and went without me playing a single minute. Yeah, well, obviously he's been in at his back, Dan, but we're not going to trust him to play against the fucking Germans, are we? He just got there scoring on goal. Fucking, who knows what that fucking German quack has put in his spine? Yeah. He's probably ejected him with some kind of fucking German nerves or something like that. It's turned him German. But like something He'd out of Roy the Rovers. Howe, wouldn't he? He'll get the ball, he'll just You've turn. seen the Manchurian candidate, ain't ya? Yeah, it's just like that, isn't it? They've embedded He's... him with some sort of German serum. <laughs> so as he'll score an own goal and then get sent off. <laughs> so That would game... be a good Roy the Rovers. I don't know if that's what you're saying, but like... Kevin Keegan's magic spine. Yeah. Young Kevin Keegan was born with an incredible with an incredible gift, an enchanted spine an that made him spine. able Yeah. His magic spine. Like Frank Lampard's enchanted ball. <laughs> so he uh, he says missing the Germany game was tough and I felt like an actor putting on a smile as Ron had asked in front of the other lads. I thought I was going to start the match and I'm pretty sure everyone in the team reckoned the same. I felt like a new man. Trevor was also left out despite recovering from his own injury. We were England's two best players, hugely influential in the team, the way the team played and desperate to make up for lost time. I can understand why Ron was torn. England had beaten France, Czechoslovakia and Kuwait. <laughs> <laughs> and I had always gone by the old maxim, you shouldn't break up a winning team. I had profited from it and now sadly I was the victim of it. So he wasn't involved. I think that was a draw, wasn't it, that game with Germany? They drew both the matches. I know the Spain one was nil-nil. Was that, that was the one that... where they did come on as subs and Keegan... Are we getting yeah. on to that, his famous miss? We're getting miss. to that, yeah. We're getting to that now. Um, what I'll never understand is the logic of keeping us on the bench for the game against Spain. Your best players are your best players. And our nil-nil draw against the Germans, yeah, that was nil-nil, meant we needed to beat the Spaniards to go through. We both should have started. And hypothetical, I know, maybe if we'd been on from the first minute, it would have been England going through to the semi-finals and then inevitable victory in the World Cup final. <laughs> maybe the World Cup would never have had that semi-final between West Germany and France. And Harold Schumacher's infamous assault on Patrick Battiston is laying on the consequences here that were created yeah. by Ron Greenwood being so fucking intransigent in the first place. Yeah. Well, you see, Ron, you see, Ron, if you'd let me go to Germany, Patrick Battiston might have all his teeth now. And well, he hasn't. Batistan would still be alive now if it wasn't yeah. for you, Ron. You've got blood on your hands. He's spinning right. in his face. What French are you grave. talking about, Kev? Batistan didn't die. He <laughs> might as well did. have done. He'll be a cripple for the rest of his life. And 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 when he's being wheeled around by his poor missus in a wheelchair, you know what she'll be thinking? Thanks, Ron Greenwood. Thanks a lot. <laughs> There's only one man who could have protected us from this happening, and that was Kevin Keegan, but you wouldn't let him. <laughs> God. And of course, then, I mean, this is basically a diatribe against Ron Greenwood and he's mourning the, the, the World Cup win that England could have had but didn't, thanks to Ron Greenwood. A Keegan-led World Cup 1982 victory. Don't forget either that we'd also already shown we could beat France 
So he said, you know, we would <laughs> Don't have beaten, forget. We would have got to the semis. We would have beaten France because we've beaten them once. So that means we could have beaten them again. It's obvious, isn't it? That's how football works. I'm not saying it would definitely have happened. I am saying it definitely would have happened. But nobody will ever talk me out of the view that it was Ron's biggest mistake. So he says, Trevor and him came on together in the 64th minute. And straight away, we showed we could trouble the Spanish defence. Do you do you remember that match? Remember watching that match at the time? No, no, oh, I didn't. Man, I don't was... have any memories of watching the uh, Spain World Cup. This is the this is my first World Cup that I watched properly, mm. and this was it was proper Roy the Rover stuff because it was mm. it was shit or bust with these two coming on, and yeah. the just intensity and the excitement was just totally ramped up because we had a couple of good chances. Keegan had that header that he put yeah. wide which he could have put in and it was it was it was fucking proper proper really exciting, exciting. Stuff. Yeah, and they yeah. did have an immediate impact <clears throat> even though Keegan missed they started yeah. taking control of the game straight that was away it. it totally lifted the team and it looked as if it was kind of in the post but it just didn't happen yeah um well, Ron Greenwood would have been really excited about sending on his fellow Cockney Trevor Brookin yeah because they're two Cockney gods yeah and it, it was, and, it, and Ron Green like, and and Ron oh. Greenwood is such a uh, was such a militant cockney. He wouldn't have really <laughs> trusted any other player in the squad other than Trevor Brookin. Yeah, well, yeah I mean, well, half of these lads aren't even cockneys. Trev, <laughs> you wanna you wanna get on the pitch and give these fucking Spaniards a right good cockney going over? <laughs> right, right, Trev. I'm putting Kev on, but I'm putting you on as well, and I want you to man mark him because I don't trust the cunt. <laughs> I think the Germans have done something to his spine. Yeah. <laughs> you keep a good eye on that. You know what they're like? They're like Millwall, aren't they, the Germans? Some people say they're the Millwall of the continent. Always up to their tricks. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't, don't worry, Mr Greenwood. I've got uh, I've got Keegan's number. <laughs> Trevor, I'm going to give you a Derringer pistol. I want you to put it in your sock. Now, if Keegan <laughs> does anything un-English, you know what to do, right? Take him out, one bullet, back of the head. <laughs> and you have my on record permission to kill him. <laughs> By proxy permission from the FA via me, what I have just declared. And the FA He's been basically... cleared with Bert Millichip. That's how I up this goes. <laughs> I've got it in writing from Millichip. <laughs> it arrived by ca- the the scroll arrived by Cartos from Lancaster <laughs> Gate this with, morning. With them pies we got. <laughs> <laughs> legally you're going to be as clean as a whistle you know what to do <laughs> well leave it with me Mr Greenwood <laughs> <laughs> you know me <laughs> England second East End of London first that's how it works isn't it <laughs> it's the I Cockney code isn't it I can't risk the East End being bombed out again like it was in the Blitz just because Kevin Keegan's had his his vertebrae dallied with by a German. Well, you're right. That's how high the stakes are. One false move from Keegan in this game and our beloved East End, right, even Valence Road where dear old Vi Cray lives could be completely eviscerated. That's what we're talking about here, Trev. <laughs> That's how serious things have got. <laughs> Can you imagine that? No, I can't imagine that. That would be awful. After everything that poor old Violet's already been through. Her nerves are a wreck. Her nerves are a wreck. Of course they are. 
them boys. They've been inside that long. <laughs> she can't even go visit Ronnie anymore because he's in Broadmoor. <laughs> uh, he's, a, he's as nutty as a fruitcake, they say. He don't know whether he's fucking Arthur or Martha. Poor old Violet can't bear to look at him. Last time she turned up to visit him, he was in lipstick. <laughs> a mother should not have to see her son like that, Trevor. No, you're right, Mr. Greenwood. <laughs> anyway, do you think I ought to be getting on the pitch? <laughs> I'm not sure. The referee seems confused that you and I have spent so long remonstrating about the the East End on the touchline. And if and if you let Keegan go up that other end and score an own goal, that's what lies ahead for Cockney, the Cockney community. Another another pair of brothers are going to be incarcerated and one of them's going to turn towards the gay. <laughs> we can't have it happen again. Uh, so, yeah, he says, the only detail of significance is that my f- big chance came with virtually my first touch. My header flew wide. It is probably the only moment of my England career that people remember now. Uh, yeah, pretty much is, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the game ended goalless and that was my one and only taste of the World Cup we were out even though we hadn't actually lost a game in the entire tournament Um, sad stuff Ron handed in his resignation Uh, I mean that sentence is just dripping with fucking sentiment isn't it you know Ron he might as well just put quite rightly in there Ron quite rightly handed in his resignation and retired from public life he immediately ordered his cart. He immediately ordered a cart horse to deliver his resignation letter all the way to Lancaster Gay. He remained in in position though for a further three months because that's how long it took the horse to arrive at Lancaster Gay in London. In fact, it wasn't just one horse. One died at, 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 as early as Madrid. Another one died at the border, at the Catalonian border with France, you know, across the Alps. They had another horse that made it most of the way through France and then a final horse that made it from Dover to London. Eventually, three months later, his resignation was was handed to Mr Millichit and Bobby Robson was duly appointed his replacement. And Kev said, I had no idea walking off the pitch at the Bernabeu, this would be the last time I would ever be picked for my country. And, uh, yeah, that's the end of an era for Kevin. And it's the end of a chapter for this long-running podcast because he's about to sign for Newcastle United, so we'll start that off oh, in the next episode. things get very sexy. So, yeah, uh, yeah that's, that's episode 17. We've covered four pages of the Kevin Keegan book <laughs> in the last I 30 minutes. I have to say, though, in our defence, when I... You'll remember... I think it was at the start of the year or late last year when I originally read this book and recommended it for deep yeah. dive status. Yeah. I think that it was around about reading this chapter was <laughs> the point at which I said, Andy, we have to do the Kevin Keegan book. <laughs> yeah. This is my personal favourite chapter. So yeah. <clears throat> that's how I we've th- justified just doing half an hour on four pages. <laughs> I, I hope we've done it justice. Yeah, we yeah. were mid. We were, I remember we were midway through the seven part Keen Odyssey Seven parts. <laughs> Covered a, a lot, though, in the key. When you consider that we did practically a whole hour just on Pablo Canugo. Yeah. yeah. We, you know, the, the, if you take away the Canugo bit, there's a lot of... Actually, just this is something that's more appropriate for our Friday podcast. It's actually un-Keegan-related. I'll save it. I'll save All right. it. 
Okay. All right, that's it from this episode. Thanks for listening, and we're sorry if this is going on a bit, but, you know, fuck it. You're either with us yeah. here against us, simply. Fuck all of you, apart <laughs> from the ones who like what we do, in which case, uh, uh, I love you. Give us money. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the ones who give us money even more. Yeah. Fuck the rest of you. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.